Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talos Takes. Once again, joining me is Nick Biasini. This will be the last time I have Nick on in, in 2021 uh, after a landmark year of Talos Takes episodes. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here, John. So today we're going to be talking about Emotet, uh, which is this huge botnet, basically used to be one of the biggest threats on the landscape, and we would hear about it basically every week, I feel like, from someone, from a customer or someone in sales or somewhere else asking what we know about MOTEM. So let's go back uh, a few months when international law enforcement announced that there was this massive MOTEM takedown. I honestly have no idea what usually happens during these types of takedowns. And, you know, the, there's always a big press release that comes out. But is there ever any way of being like 100 percent sure that, OK, we've taken care of this threat, we've shut their servers down and they're not coming back? So takedowns uh, take a variety of different forms, right? It, it can be something uh, that's very coordinated that includes law enforcement things. So you could see things like them uh, taking down servers, taking down domains, arresting individuals, things like that. Uh, in this particular circumstance, what we saw was a botnet disruption more than anything else, which is a coordinated effort to basically make the botnet kill itself off. What did make this stand out, though, is there were not a string of associated arrests along with it. So what we saw was a a large takedown of the infrastructure and of the bots themselves, but the actual actors behind it weren't brought to justice. The reason why then I'm having you on today and, you know, fast forward a couple of months here, the reason why we're talking this week is because we're seeing a few signs that Emotech could be coming back to life, and we wrote about it right before the Thanksgiving holiday, so that's why I didn't have a chance to talk to you about it until now. So I'm going to be linking to that post in the show notes, but what are the some of the signs that we saw that caused us to say, oh man, this might be a thing that we need to be paying it, pay attention to? Well, honestly, it started spamming again. So it started actively starting to try and distribute itself, and we started seeing a couple of these bots start to pop up. Uh, What's interesting is we found that they were actually still using some of the email threads that they had stolen before they had been taken down. So they still had access to some level of data uh, before the takedown occurred. Uh, But but that is what we started seeing. We started to see it at very low volume, a couple of samples here or there, and it quickly started to ramp up. Um, As is custom for Imitet, though, it kind of goes through waves where there'll be heavy spamming periods and then there'll be quiet periods. Uh, So it kind of Uh, ebbs and flows as far as volume is concerned. Yeah, this time last year, I had uh, Jason Schultz on the show, and we were talking about how it's usually always pretty active around uh, the holidays. That's one of the big peaks that we normally see. And then it kind of got quiet again in like early 2021, like in January-ish. So just kind of interesting the timing there that I specifically remember us talking about seeing a spike around Black Friday, Cyber Monday last year. Yeah, one of the interesting things about Imitet historically is they tend to go on really long breaks. So there'll be periods of inactivity that sometimes last three, four, five months. Even before the takedown, they would just disappear for a series of several months and then come back again. And it it certainly has a long way to go before it regains, quote unquote, full strength or what we might have seen it at earlier this year. Uh, But So what are some other signs that we'll be keeping an eye out for to see if it's growing again? So one of the biggest things and one of the biggest dangers associated with Imitet is its link to big game hunting and the targeted ransomware that we've seen. So the 
If you flash backwards about a year, one of the biggest chains of infection we saw around these ransomware attacks started with Imitet, deployed TrickBot, and then would deploy Ryuk at the time, which isn't really around anymore, but there are plenty of other ransomware cartels ready to step into that space. That is really the biggest concern for me, is this is going to be used again in these very large, high-profile attacks, and it is a huge uh, infection vector for those campaigns. So you need to be aware, you need to be prepared protected and make sure you have um, protections in place to handle this. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else I missed on Emotet that you wanted to make sure that, that folks know about, Nick, or anything else that stood out to you when you guys were looking into this? Uh, just remember that this is coming back, but this particular malware family goes through a lot of development. So it's now back up and functional. Expect changes to be coming regularly. Expect it to grow relatively rapidly because it is very, very successful at spreading and infecting new users. All right. Well, thanks as always for your time, Nick. I appreciate it. And uh, I guess we'll be talking to you in 2022 then. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me, John.